Craig, welcome to the Working in Digital Arts Festival. Hello, <laughs> thank you very much. Good, good. Thank you very much for your time because I appreciate that you're very busy nowadays uh, with lots of different um, facets to, to manage and, and work around. How, would you, how have you found it all? It's just, it's just very, very odd for us. Um, but fortunately, because you know, we are living in a, a digital age now, at least um, we, as people who work in the industry and also people who enjoy the arts, have been able to continue enjoying it um, through um, their computers, their phones, television. So at least we've been able to keep that going and uh, hopefully bring a little bit of joy into people's lives. Yeah, as you say, like it's so it has become a lot easier than it would have been at any other time in our in, in our lifetimes, really, to engage um, digitally and get involved in, in in projects that might be online. Um, so, in terms of in terms of yourself, then, so where um, obviously you're you're chief executive at at Southfield Park Art Centre. So, where did um, where where did uh, the start and and start sort of happen for you and the the journey that led you to to that title what's the what's the background that you have um okay well uh, i've worked in the uh, in the arts for over 25 years so it's it's um it's where i've always had my career i actually went to university at royal holloway uh, in egham so not a million miles away from here um and my first job was at the theater Royal windsor as um, an usher uh, whilst I was still in my third year at university. So I always had an, an interest in the arts, was never quite sure um, where I was going to go with that. Um, but I stayed at Theatre All Windsor and I, in fact I've worked at two producing theatres. I've always been very interested in um, all arts organisations that create work as well as present it. So I was at Windsor uh, in their box office and then marketing for, for a number of years uh, and then moved to the Palace Theatre in Watford uh just before actually they went through a million pounds uh, refurbishment and i was uh, marketing there for for several years stayed in marketing that's really been my background arts marketing um and i worked for uh, romber which is the uk's national dance company contemporary dance company i was there for about seven years and uh and then just before i came to southall park i worked for the duchess of kent for her music charity called future talent which supports very talented um young musicians but from low-income backgrounds. I ran that charity for her for about four years uh, before coming to Southall Park in 2017. Um, but I'd been, um, I'd been living in Bracknell since 2007, so I've been here 13 years. And from 2011, I joined the Arts Centre as a trustee. So I knew Southall Park pretty well um, from 2011, six years as a trustee, before um, I became chief executive and full-time member of staff uh, just over three years ago now. So that's really interesting. So you've seen it from um, from different angles. So not just from the chief executive background, but also as a trustee and potentially as well as just a member of the public as well. Did you attend plays, shows, things like that whilst you were in the, living in the area or not as much I, of an opportunity? I did. Um, I mean, nowhere near as much as I do now, of course, um, most mostly as a trustee. Um, I wasn't what's an awful thing to admit actually although I was a trustee for, for six years I never fully appreciated everything the Arts Centre has to offer so yeah I, I mean I did I did attend things probably more the populist performances like you know the Christmas pantomime I'm, I'm a bit of a panto fan um, but I do enjoy now being able to be much more involved with everything that we do 
Brilliant. Have you got, um, what are your sort of favourite aspects of Southfield Park or, or do you have a, a thought of what makes Southfield Park stand out as an art centre compared with other art centres you might either have uh, been aware of or attended or worked at or networked with? Well, for anyone, this obviously is the fact that we, we operate from um, inside a Georgian mansion and grounds. I mean, of all the places you could work, I mean, all of us are incredibly lucky to work in such um, beautiful surroundings. Um, so that's an obvious. But going back to something I mentioned um, a few minutes ago, I enjoyed the creative process. I'm not very creative. Uh, it might um, surprise you, but, I, but I'm not. I don't have that sort of artistic brain. Um, but I do enjoy working for arts organisations that create as, as well as present work. And um, Southwell Park does present a lot of work by visiting companies, but we also create. And that's a very exciting um, process. So, you know, we, we, we put on our own pantomime every year. A lot of theatres don't. Um, they take in pantos that, that tour the country. We don't. We commission the script. Um, we commission the um, costumes and the set design, cast. So it's a very long process and we enjoy that immensely. Um, but we also produce our own productions. Many of them are community productions, but it gives us an opportunity to work with local talent. So um, uh, aspiring actors or, or um, young actors or um, actors who are not so young and perhaps not aspiring actors, but just enjoy it and are very talented in their own right, as well as local directors and, and set designers and so on. Um, and then, of course, there's all the courses and workshops we do. We do about 70 courses and workshops every single um, term uh, in the performing and visual arts. And I particularly enjoy uh, each summer we have our student open and it's an opportunity for the students um, who are of all ages and many are retired um, to showcase the work that they've created during the year and I really enjoy it. it's, it's throughout the art centre and I thoroughly enjoy seeing that each year so for me I think that's what um, what's so special about Southwell Park is the amount of work that is created there the creativity within the building um, but also the breadth of what we do there you know we I understand we've I think it's the second largest printmaking studio in the country a lot of people don't even know we have a printmaking studio um, so really, we, we, are, we are a venue that we, we, we believe is for everyone. There is something, we're not just drama, we're not just theatre. Um, if you're into the arts and you like the arts, then there should be something there um, for everyone to enjoy. Yeah, I think there was, a, there was a lot of what you were just saying there that really resonated a lot um, from my perspective, because um, you're absolutely right. The, when it, as you put the example of the panto, um, a lot of that is organically driven and it is um, created from from scratch and there's a lot to do with um, working in the community projects as well um, that are also um, designed and brought together from scratch as well so it can be a lot of, of people who are um, bringing the, the the elements of creativity from the foundations upwards and then also um, when it comes to what you were saying earlier with you yourself not necessarily being a, or labeling yourself as a creative person but being able to appreciate the the creativity that is there and the projects and the showcases that that do happen that's um that's really important to to think about how it plays a part in your culture whether or not you necessarily classify yourself as someone who's an artist or anything like that so I think that's that's a really important um, 
point in terms of how it how it into intertwines and interweaves into the community in different ways that aren't just what you would expect um, for sure and um, I mean that sounds as though that there's there's a lot that you're fond about um, from from Southfield Park as well so have you got any specific memories um, that that are fond memories for, for Southfield Park that stick out? Um. I mean, it's a joy to be there and it's a joy to work there um, every day, to be perfectly honest. You know, we, like everybody else, we have our challenges. Um, so, so everything about um, working at Southall Park is, is, is a joy, really. Uh, I, I think to sort of be general, I believe, as many do, that the arts make a difference to our lives. If you want to engage in the arts, I really do think it makes a difference and it improves our lives and whether that's um you know the social aspect of it learning a new skill growing confidence growing in confidence um or you know good for our, our, our health and well-being so i think that the moments where um the, the, the fondest memories i have at south of park or, or any arts organization i've worked actually is where um i've seen it bring joy to people's lives and seen it make some kind of a difference even if only for a for an hour or two. So that could be, you know, we, we put on um, a dementia friendly screening every month. Um, so people living with dementia and they're um, normally it's a, a spouse or, or a family member will come with them. And you can see the, 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 the joy that that gives them, um, mm. both the person who's living with dementia, but, all, but also um, their, their, their husband or wife um, normally uh, you know they enjoy that experience um, but also um, there is one particular moment actually that um, I, I thoroughly enjoyed we where we can when we're producing our own productions we will have a relaxed performance and that's um, a performance where people living with maybe dementia or, or autism or a family who perhaps got an autistic um, son or daughter um, or, or people who perhaps ordinarily wouldn't feel um, comfortable sitting in an auditorium, that they can come along, won't feel as though they will be judged or that their family member will be judged and they can enjoy the performance like everybody else. Uh, we make certain tweaks and changes to make it, um, make it accessible. And Madagascar, uh, which actually we're restaging in December because we had to cancel our pantomime. The first time we, we produced it was back in Easter, 2018 and it was a sold out run and we had a, a relaxed performance which again was full um, and I attended that performance and seeing a number of faces in the auditorium that maybe we don't normally see um, thoroughly enjoying themselves shouting out um, maybe at moments where ordinarily you wouldn't expect it but it, as I said it was perfectly fine for them to do so and I remember one um, young lad uh, would have been in his teens he was in the upper tier and he was just dancing behind his mum uh, along to the to the performance and having a wonderful time something that he wouldn't normally be able to do um, because it possibly would be frowned upon um, for certain other performances but because we do these relaxed performances it means that um, that it didn't matter and he could just enjoy it and everybody else could enjoy it so it's 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 those kind of moments for me where um, it's a real joy and um, it reminds just reminds you of the power of the arts and what that can bring to people and how it makes a difference and why we're doing it 
Yeah, I think that's that's such a wonderful example because that was that young that young person having a little bit more freedom, isn't it, and feeling comfortable in that space, and that's something that uh, the arts itself can really enable for people from from all backgrounds to find that little bit of escapism from the stresses of potentially day-to-day -day life or feeling subconscious as you say um and building on that confidence so that's that's wonderful and and it's madagascar isn't it that's cut that's going on in instead of the the panto this year um which um will be really really interesting when it to sort of stage it and you know how that works now in the in the situation that we're in with um with covid and things like that so what are your um how do you how do you how do you feel about that um, that progressing and what that will look like and what are your hopes for Southall Park um, moving forward um, as as we as we do face these challenges? Well, you're quite right. It's um, I mean it has been a challenge to put on um, Madagascar. I mean we we decided we took the decision like many venues did in the summer not to stage. Um, the pantomime, partly because we didn't know whether we would be able to put on a performance at all, but also, um, and particularly because we produce it, there is a significant financial risk, so we decided not to go ahead with that. Um, there is a little bit of a risk restaging Madagascar, but it's nowhere near um, the, the, the same as it would have been for Panto. But we had to be very um, clear from the beginning how we were going to rehearse it safely, um, to make sure that uh, the company could come together um, in a safe environment, how it was going to be staged. The director has had to, although the cast is predominantly the same as it was in 2018, he had to think about um, how he staged it before uh, and also the choreographer and make sure that all the choreography, all the movement on stage um, meant that the actors could keep their distance during the rehearsals and during the performance. We've had to think about how actors leave the stage, get onto the stage, um, pick up props, not share props, um, you know, even things like um, where we can put them in their dressing rooms, you know, we can't just um, um, fill the dressing rooms as we may have done before, we're having to keep people socially distanced. So it's been um, quite a task to, to put this on in a safe way, we believe that we've done so, um, and of course we're just hoping that the lockdown ends on the 2nd of December as as the government um, is currently planning so that we can go ahead. All rehearsals had to stop during um, November, so um, that's, they've moved online, but they were, they'd done most of the choreography at that point. Um, so they're doing re uh, singing rehearsals online. So as we were saying earlier on, you know, thank goodness we have that option now um, for actors to come together uh, and, and rehearse via Zoom or Teams and, uh, and sing. So um, it, it will be very interesting. I think it's, I hope we can go ahead. Um, it's, I think it's something that we all need. Um, anyone who's seen Madagascar is a very uplifting, fun family um, production. And whilst it's only on for 14 performances as opposed to the normal 66 for Panto, um, for those who do come, and it will be socially distanced um, in the auditorium, we normally seat 328. Um, that's been reduced to a maximum of 127. So um, it'll be a very different experience, but hopefully one that those who come will enjoy. We're also hoping to um, record it and make it available online as well um, and also into schools. So for those who don't feel quite comfortable coming out yet, they will be able to um, see it as well, we hope. Um, and also the schools, we normally sell 6,000 tickets to schools for Panto. Um, so uh, 
we wanted to provide them with something um, to show the children at Christmas if, if they wanted to. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, obviously, we, we don't know what's going to happen in the new year yet. There's a lot of talk about um, a vaccination. So we're hopeful that by the spring or late spring, things perhaps will start getting back to normal. Um, and we can hopefully encourage audiences back again. But looking much further ahead, Southall Park is, as an art centre, is 50 years old in three years' time. Um, we've been going since 1973. So in the next couple of years, we'll be planning um, what those celebrations might be. No idea at the moment. We haven't really started those conversations yet, but I'm sure next year um, we will start to think about what that will look like in three years' time. Um, but also what's been very interesting with this lockdown is the, the focus on online and digital and how we as a venue or rather how we as a as a as a charity as a trust can engage with a wider audience not just by um putting on events in a in a dedicated space like the arts center which of course we'll continue to do but how we can make the arts more readily available to people um maybe in their own homes and that could be for accessibility reasons so we've already been um we've already done some online courses and we're looking at doing some more um, but that will be an interesting thing for us going forward and something relatively new for us is how we can um, how we can go more digital with arts and engage with people uh, and make the most of the opportunities that have come out of what's not been a great year. Absolutely, I think that's a that's a that's a brilliant outlook in terms of the the opportunities that it could present, and let's not necessarily close these doors just because that was something that we had to do as a backup. Is it actually something that could be used as an avenue moving forward? And depending on the breadth of the projects or ideas that you have available to you, um, there could be a, a, a fairly decent split, um, couldn't there, on those on those kind of events that could take place either online or or in person and um, the the 50th celebrations as well will be um, highly anticipated I think as well because of exactly probably because of the situation that we've been in in these times where we've really struggled um, a few it would by then it would have been you know three years earlier it would have been very you know very hard work and we've potentially got a bit of a longer road uh, ahead of us at that point and that will be a real cause for celebration and pulling together and I think that's a a, ma a massive element of where the community can can come together and um, start to t take their part, I suppose, in bringing bringing that to life and driving that forward. So, uh, how do you? Uh, what are your thoughts on where where the community can get involved and um, what what how they can support with the challenges that Southwark Park are going to have to overcome in the next in, in the future? Well, I mean, we're a very community-based venue. Um, I mean, that's something else you asked me um, earlier on, you know, what's unique about us. I don't think being community-orientated is necessarily unique, but one thing I, I have um, learned very early on at Southall Park was the passion that people in Bracknell Forest and, and beyond, um, about 55% of the people who use Southall Park are from Bracknell Forest, but 45% do come in um, from Wokingham and, and the surrounding area um, to use the art centre, that it's um, there's a great sense of ownership um, for for the art centre. And when we went into lockdown, we launched a major um, fundraising campaign back in June, and we've so far raised um, from individual donations 
um, including pledges close to £100,000 since June, which just shows the commitment that people locally have for their art centre and the desire for it to keep going. Um, I wish that the pandemic was the, the only um, time that Southall Park needed funds, but as a charity, and I, and I do have to remind everybody all the time that Southall Park is a charity, we're not a corporate organisation, we're not for profit, um, we're here to provide a service to the local community. Um, and and as, as a charity with charitable status, we will always need to raise funds um, like any other charity that, um, that people might give money to, maybe on a monthly basis. We will always need to, to raise money, whether that's from individuals or businesses or trusts and foundations, um, the local authority or national bodies such as the Arts Council. So that's going to be ongoing for us. Um, so one one thing that's really important is for the local community to really recognize Southall Park as a local charity and a charity that's that's doing good work um, with the local residents and one that I hope that they would want to support financially like they might do an animal charity or a, or a, um, a medical charity um, we've as I said, we raised best part of £100,000 and of that, 94 people have signed up to make a monthly donation um, for us. And we're taking that one little step further this Christmas with our, it's our Christmas wish to be launching our Star 1000 campaign, um, which is basically the same thing. It's a, it's, it's a campaign to inspire the local community to make a monthly donation of a minimum, hopefully, of £5. Um, and that we would like a thousand stars um, to support us so that's that's something that's been launched in the autumn and i'm hoping that the community will get behind that campaign just as much as they did over the summer um, it, i think it's, it's good to remember that it costs 1.2 million pounds a year to run southall park it's it's not a cheap venue to run and that's before we even program any um any of the arts so just to keep going as a charity we need to raise a lot of money so obviously fundraising is going to be an important part over the next um, few years. But when all of this is done, when COVID is finished, at the end of the day, we are there as an art centre and um, we know that people are nervous about coming back. But what we will really need from, from the general public and the community is to return. And whether that's coming to see a live performance, um, a cinema screening, um, taking part in a course or workshop or even actually coming to the atrium restaurant and bar and, and, and having a drink or, or, or in, in having a meal with family or friends. Um, we will need people to come back and enjoy the, the centre just like they did before um, and enjoy the arts. I mean that's what we're there for so you know whether you've been enjoying the arts all your life just you know come back or whether um, it's, it's an area that's maybe eluded you up until now. You know, we, we're, we're in South Bracknell. Um, we're there for everybody. Um, as I was saying earlier, I think we have something for everyone. So what we will need is people just to come and enjoy and use the service that we, we're providing. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a brilliant takeaway because, that, as you say, there is always something that you can do, whether that is even just socialising with your own friends um, in the bar area um, and looking at what's on display in the in the hallways and the different different parts of the art centre or just enjoying the sunshine in the and the building. Um, uh, but if you're if you are artistically inclined then there's opportunities there like the workshops or or shows um, and things like that to to get involved with. So I think that's 
that's really true and a really and a really important message for the community to just come back and um, have a little bit of faith and work with you as well on you know how we how we sort of adapt to that new normal of um things like social distancing and stuff that we're all concerned about we're all we're all, and we're all we're all doing our best to sort of navigate our way through that and um i think that Sadhya Park are clear, you know, clearly doing their, their best to, uh, to address that in the, in, in the best ways to, and at the same time, keep the arts center, keep the arts going. Um, for sure. So that's, that's brilliant. Thank you for that, Craig. I, I really appreciate your time. I think that it was so good to hear your, your perspective on, on things and where, where you, where you fit in within Southville Park and, um, what your perception is of its of its future and things. So thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. It'd be great.